0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I am joined by my husband and co-host,
1: the Kev on stage.
0: Welcome back, Kev. You missed the episode. Yeah, you
1: know, hey, man, y'all was way deep in the vaginal fluids, and <laughs> I was like, ah, <laughs> ah. I don't know much about vaginal fluids, but now I know that's just your vaginal uh, pelvic floor sloughing off the cells, and then just, you know. I don't the, think it was the floor. I think it's it a was vagina the... sneeze. Ha-choo. Well, that's the end of that day. At least it covered its mouth (laughs) and the panties.
0: I literally can't (laughs) stand you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you to everyone who watched that (laughs) episode and are enjoying it and learning from it. We actually got one comment. I think this is funny. I'm just going to repeat it really quickly where they were saying um, Joshua has learned more about vaginal health and wellness (laughs) more than he ever thought he would ever know. (laughs) That's um, hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was so, so funny. We were laughing about it just a little while ago, and I just find it hilarious. But we out here educating folks. We Educa- on a mission. The oh, educating the nations. Um, and we amazing. are joined by a very special guest. I'm just so freaking excited she to have her. She has such a girl
1: crush on you. I do. She's like, <laughs> she Kim, like, I talked to Brittany. And then like two minutes later, she's like, you know I talked to Brittany. I'm like, girl, I know. This morning, you know Brittany here. Like, girl!
2: <laughs> i'm telling you
0: i only get guests on the podcast that i am genuine fans of yeah. and i've talked to brit i want to say probably three times now on the phone Hey girl, what you doing for it. Christmas? Okay,
1: this has nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> What's your favorite Thanksgiving side dish, girl? I'm telling <laughs> you, I
0: literally, I find, um, I pride myself on the guests that we bring on the podcast because I do make sure I do my due diligence. And she came highly recommended from Shamira. And if you
2: mm-hmm.
0: do not know, I adore Shamira. I think she we should just, have Shamira back. We should have Shamira like back. oh Sham. <laughs> I don't even know if she uses that nickname. She probably probably not. Myra. Um, so anyway, I want to allow her to introduce herself, but she is Brittany. She is a speaker at the Love Hour Conference. LA. She is also going to be at the Pajama Jam for the single women, which is going to be a phenomenal time. Um, I'm so excited about it. But anyway, welcome, Brittany. Brittany.
3: Hi, thank you. Let for us
0: me. thank you for being here. Um tell us who you are, what you do, how you get started all of the things and then we'll transition into our that or this. Okay.
3: Um, as you said, my name is Brittany Brody-Smith. I am the founder of The Intimacy Firm, which is a intimacy consulting, counseling, coaching, and sexuality education um, agency. We're based in Pennsylvania. Um, and it's a faith-based organization where we are just committed to help individuals discover, embrace, and navigate the world of sexuality and their sexual selves in a way that doesn't compromise their beliefs. I um, started as a psychologist and a like so, my licensed social worker, and I wanted to do couples work. But then I realized that a big issue that couples experience mm-hmm. are, is uh, is sexual in nature, mm-hmm. and folks because we there are sexual issues that we. Encounter There's parts of our bodies. We are sexual beings, and that's something that we carry from birth to the grave, and we don't often talk about those things. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be a therapist, like I'm going to diagnose, and I'm going to make treatment plans and solve all the world's problems. But I realized, particularly within the body of Christ, that we don't really have things that we need to, like, there needs to be an intervention, just like base-level education is needed. Mm -hmm. And so in school, I shift I was already too far in to like change my concentration so I'm I'm technically a clinical sexologist but most of the work I do is in educating and workshops and speaking around just base level conversations and I feel like that education is what's pulling down strongholds mm.
0: if you know that, if I 100% agree when we um, just had Uh, dr king on the show one of the themes that kept coming up was the need for education because it allows you to make better decisions it allows you to be empowered it allows you to move forward in life knowing that you are armed with the knowledge to navigate your own world because you know a lot of times we're out here just like fish out of water we don't know what's what absolutely
1: I was a fish out of water. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, before we go into that of this, I just noticed your tattoo. What is, oh no, that's not what I thought it was. Disregard. <laughs> I only saw this to be honest, so we're going to disregard that comment. Just take that out. Um,
1: she thought it was a clitoris.
0: I did. I was what? like, does she really have a clitoris? But you know what? I saw this, so we're going to move you on. You
1: know your mind's been at lately.
0: Because I'm going to tell you why. You can leave that in maybe if you want to. <laughs> uh, Brittany came in with gifts. Mm. and she did bring me oh
1: is that it yes (laughs) let me see it I thought this was the monster from Stranger Things no it's the mind flare it is a clitoris clitoris. doesn't it look like the mind (laughs) (laughs) when
0: she showed
1: me I was like oh the mind flare so this is a clitoris clitoral hood
3: no, this is the glands, clitoris. This is the, 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 what they used to call it, the man in the boat. Just the little piece that you see. Oh, the little Underneath the, the clitoral hood. Oh. And then these are the roots of it and the bulbs. So
1: this is where you do that. That's, that's of, the sensation.
3: Yeah. Good sensation.
1: What are the outsides? The, the wings?
3: These are the roots and then the bulbs.
1: Oh, the bulbs. That's where you get that action going. The well, bulbs. I mean, they're
3: both actually. There's like, good action on the outside? Yes. I thought it was only on the inner bulbs. Ooh, that whole bulbs? The, whole, mean, the whole thing. Inner The whole thing.
1: And this? where's the g-spot is it on the back side of this
3: so the g-spot is within the vaginal canal and mm. when you're most a lot of folks believe that when you're stimulating g-spot you're actually
1: stimulating the bottom part of it oh uh, yeah. i'll make this a necklace
0: somebody wears it as a necklace i can't think of who it is but someone that i follow on instagram wears it as a necklace it like
1: positive family. Yes, is it her it, it is sex positive, positive is. families
0: um and then you also have and bring with you girl right. i thought
1: that was a pillow I thought that was just for comfort no. That's a whole coochie
3: <laughs> <laughs> Veronica Her name is Veronica Veronica, Veronica Let me see the her. vulva
1: Veronica the Volva.
3: And why oh, did snap. you bring her How did she <laughs> come, <laughs> <her>. come about <laughs> oh. Hello <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> So you. she is um, coochie, coochie, She is a anatomically correct a vulva puppet um, and I use her as a teaching tool to take everywhere I, where I go to help women become comfortable with their bodies mm-hmm. and learn the parts of their body learn the difference between the vulva and the vagina and those kind of things and really I love how eccentric she is because it really for me speaks to the variations of mm. how vulvas sh- show mm. up so if, you're, if your inner labia is longer or more pronounced than your outer labia then she's more with her leopard and all the <laughs> razzmatazz she, she
2: has this There's is a crazy This way,
3: you can put your fingers. you can talk
1: with it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> snap! I'm a coochie. Why don't you go and eat me? I'm sorry. Lick me I'm on the outside, okay. lick repeat. me in. For you, know you try to put your penis in for the parts of the coochie. Yeah,
3: can you identify her part? I do. Okay, go ahead.
1: This is the clitoral hood. Yes. Hello. Take the hoodie off. <laughs> 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 you got home. It was raining. Take the hoodie off. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> this is the labia majora or menorah, I'm the, sorry, or
3: inner labia. Inner labia, mm-hmm. this is the majora. The outer don't the say labia. Outer labia. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. we not
1: say inner and in majora menorah anymore? I mean, are they antiquated terms?
3: Kind of, sort of, because they okay. could be because some folks show up differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you're oh, new, okay, so bi- it made ma- ma- excuse me, majora minora means like bigger, little, when some folks may be
1: opposite, oh. so inner outer. So, outer labia, inner labia, yeah. uh, the. The part here will be the Mons Pubis. Yeah, we learned okay. that. Mons Pubis. I learned that from Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which oh, I learned that from Doctor.
0: Um, okay.
1: So this <laughs> is the outer clitoris. The, glitor- mm-hmm. okay. the glans clitoris. Glans clitoris. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what the f- the flower is. Urethra. Oh, that's the urethra. <laughs> that's where the pee comes <laughs> out. Of? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then this would be the vaginal opening.
3: Mm-hmm. And the uh, with the, the rigid, thing? the rigid part. What what's, uh, what's inside the you go in about two knuckles in
1: the Coochie Maximus, the G spot, the G spot. Oh, two. Oh, this is up here. Yeah. Oh. oh, so it's behind the urethra. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it. When it's poked out, or I mean, when it's pulled in, it looks like yes. that Oh, oh snap. Man. So, what's the red? Just the flesh? That's
3: the, v- the vagina, the vaginal canal. Yep,
1: vaginal canal.
3: Mm-hmm. You did good. My first you
1: test. Did. The only one I didn't know was the G spot, which surprise, surprise.
0: That's great! <laughs> Dang, I did pretty good. You sure it's did. It's soft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can have this.
0: This was um. So, how did I get two there?
1: Two. There's there was two there. of them.
0: Oh, <laughs> that one's yours. I was like, hold on a second. Uh, well, that was a good little refresher, child. This was fantastical. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing that. Will she be joining us at the Love Hour Conference?
3: absolutely will be
1: So yeah. this, let me just ask a question okay. for my own research purposes okay. that I would like to put into scientific practice. <laughs> okay. So when I was a kid and I didn't know anything about, um, I know we're probably out of order and
2: That's stuff. That's fine.
1: I didn't know anything about the body before I met Melissa, and before okay. I accepted the Lord as my heart. When you would finger a girl, we mm-hmm. just go in.
3: Just mm-hmm. having it. Do you like
1: it? <laughs> and like it just, just, my, just all my It hurt. was just, oh we <laughs> were so, I mean, we weren't saved. We didn't know. We just thought we, you would replicate what a penis does. Okay. And it never seemed to bring any pleasure. Okay. Um, in my current life as a married man, I realized the whole thing is a... Is a sensational playground, mm-hmm. like a ski ball. Sensational if you will. playground, erogenous zone. I like erogenous yeah, zone. So, like in a ski ball, you know, some of these are like fifty points. Maybe these Come are on. seventy-five points. I
3: like it. This, I love it. This might be, uh-huh. might
1: be eighty-five. Might be a hundred. Bonus on mm-hmm. the inside. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm understanding and correct me if I'm wrong. This can all be erogenous in different levels, mm-hmm. and this, this, there's no sensors in here for pleasure, like in the vaginal canal.
3: Not necessarily, or not as
1: much points. So, the (laughs) (laughs) in the ski ball, you know, you go and they throw ski ball, we got the analogy, right? So,
3: if you're measuring it based on nerve endings, Mm -hmm. then yeah, the clitoris will be like the hundred because that's where they're all like centered. But it really would depend on your partner because you know, there's different types of orgasms there's a spot, there's a U spot, and so some for some women, like the penetration deep penetration to hit the end of the cervix that doesn't feel good for right, some women right. but for some is like eh.
1: yeah yeah so, so, so a
0: lot
3: of it is preference as well right yeah yes yeah. and
1: that's what i think um the biggest so this is one of the benefits of uh continual sex with the same partner mm. is you're able to have these uh conversations about what feels good and doesn't feel yep. good and that experience is valuable in future sessions as opposed to when you have sex with different people you basically are starting from Scratch oh every time. It's right. like the quarterback who has a new offensive coordinator every time. Right for my fellas out there, it's just like man, we have different playbook. I don't know you that well. I'm uncomfortable. Comf- I'm uncomfortable with the plays, but this playbook I know very well.
3: And we That's often good. think that you can take what would what, what knock it out of park with this person, I'm gonna knock it out of yes. park with the other person, no. and that may not necessarily be the case. And then, now we're mad at each other because yeah. we thought I was going You giving gotta play to it, that
1: coochie's strengths. You can't go to this <laughs> coochie's got different strengths and weaknesses. You're trying, you're trying to have Michael Vick coochie to um, be a pocket passer. Mm. And you gotta let him free, let him run. Mm. Cool. So
0: while we're talking about <laughs> uh, football and figuring out what works and what doesn't work, what we also need to know and figure out is what works and doesn't work for our own bodies mm. in terms mm. of losing weight. I also want to tell you about Noom. Noom is a program that helps you do more than just lose weight. It helps you um, from the inside out by teaching you healthier habits, teaches you how to feel better about yourself educating you on how to make better decisions. So you are, are empowered beyond just I want to lose weight. Noom is really amazing because of the ease and convenience of and of the app. I am really on my make it better, faster, simpler, cheaper. And apps allow you to do that. If, you, if there's an app for it, get it. It just makes your life easier. It encourages you. It doesn't shame you, it knows you're human, which is some of the conversation we'll have today. Mm -hmm. Um, Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Noom is not a diet. It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. We are all strapped for time, but Noom allows you to commit just 10 minutes a day for yourself. What I love about Noom is that there is no food, they don't do the labels, so there's no good food, there's no bad food there's no off-limit food it just teaches you moderation and that's things you can take with you forever if you learn moderation what works what doesn't work um, then you're not tempted by the sin of the apple because it's Mm off-limits you don't have to change it all in one day small steps make big progress sign up for the trial today at Noom that's noom.com slash love hour what do you have to lose except the weight visit noom.com slash love hour to start your trial today. Day again, that's noom.com/slash love hour, the last weight loss program you will ever need. All right, so let's. I'm not even gonna do the that or this is to that question because yeah. that was an introduction enough.
1: Uh, um, <laughs> you like these lips? Right. You like that or this? Hey, right, right, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? I want to ask you something. Uh, I don't want to hijack your episode, go for it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna the y'all make work. sure y'all get on him,
0: not me either.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get on him. I'm gonna let her talk, though. okay, okay, so. <laughs> Uh, when the when a baby's born Mm -hmm. or baby's being developed, I was I was reading somewhere that basically a clitoris is basically a uh, like a penis, Mm -hmm. like a not fully like it's the same uh, same situation Mm -hmm. and it grows into a penis. There's actually a name for that. What is it?
0: I can't remember what it is, but there's a name for um, the male and the woman equivalent parts it sure is is it yes it i is, can't and I'm think of it, it. I'm yeah i read because i read this blanking too. Blanking too
1: okay go ahead i didn't know it <laughs> uh so i don't know if this is too dark or crass but we're here now so the same way that men want their penis sucked <laughs> and the sensations can be similar by the sucking of the clitoris it's a similar situation is this true yes or no
3: <laughs> similar Yes, but what you could possibly do with regard to sucking Mm -hmm. to a penis may be a little too intense for clitoris.
1: Yeah. Because there's more nerve endings. Yeah, Yeah, it might be like overload. Yeah. You get like a coochie brain freeze and be like, man, this is too much. (laughs)
3: i be erotic. Don't be close on me. Put your tongue She's on She's getting it. a whole workout tongue today. Tongue <laughs> <on
1: it. laughs> I'm so
0: sorry. All right. So, um, by the way, do you prefer? Do you go by britney or do you want like Doctor? I want to make sure I'm like. Tra- okay. I'm I just want to ask because Cha, tra- you be having to pay for all them little letters that come after your name, <laughs> so I want to be respectful <laughs> yeah, of have them. A lot of
3: letters after my name, but no Britney's. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, okay. So one of the things that I like truly wanted you to come on the podcast and talk about is how we you know I grew up churchy we've had this discussion but Mm -hmm. in case you're new to the love hour podcast I grew up churchy and one of the things that happened for me after I said I do is I had a hard time um, walking into confidently Uh, into my sexuality because I felt like all the messaging that I received in order to maintain my virginity to remain pure was harmful to the woman that now said I do. Does that make sense? And so being able to reconcile my sexuality and my faith, even to this day, I'm I, as I've gotten older and I've had more of these conversations, I try to be careful not to blame the church, mm-hmm. but also trying to make sure that I say that there just needs to be a better job about reconciling those two things. And we're not at that point yet. I, I feel like a shift is happening, but it hasn't happened just mm-hmm. yet. So I know that that is one of your goals. Like that's one of your missions. So how do you frame that conversation
3: so the the word reconciling is like the conversation of like two separate parts trying to make it together Mm -hmm. to be one but in reality it should have never been Mm. separate you know what i mean we were created sexual beings um the first commandment that god gave adam and eve was be fruitful and multiply so sex was always inextricably a part of who we who yeah, we are that's it's good. just as you know and this sometimes this gets a bit you know spiritual but as after the fall there are things that we are now experiencing that wasn't really a part of you know god's intent mm-hmm. initially so there is some reconciliation that has to happen and so i work to help individuals know And want this one of the things that we talked about that embracing yourself as a sexual being does not mean you're sexually active mm. and and you can have that respect and honor for yourself, for your body, how your body functions, the desires that you have, the interests in that you have, the things that make you feel good, even if you're at a place where as a believer you're at because you're single, you're abstinent. And mm-hmm. so, as you said, we do have to have a better conversation of not making sex bad mm-hmm. or calling sex dirty or adding, attaching shame to sex as opposed to like the act in and of itself, as opposed to this should be reserved for an appointed time.
2: Yeah.
0: That is so good.
3: And one of the things, actually, I was just talking about
0: on my uh, book club. You guys should join. We had a phenomenal live just uh, yesterday, I think, about um, the Erica Campbell thing. And we will do no Erica Campbell shaming, no Erica Campbell bashing because I love this woman. Mm-hmm. So that is not my intent. Mm-hmm. Um, but the conversation came up. So, of course, everybody wants to talk about it. Can
1: we masturbate? Yes or no?
0: Well, and so we were that having be the that... title of
1: this episode, by the way. OK. Can Christian masturbate? Yes. or Well, no? we can
0: go there a little bit. Next Let's go there
1: right now. Okay. People need to know if so, they can rub and tug in the name of the Lord.
0: I think she has a really what good. In the name it's of, a, of the Lord. <laughs> I
1: do all things bringing glory to God.
0: So the thing about it is that um, it's such a hot topic yeah. people yeah. say masturbate and alarms and whistles. god is the only
1: master and he don't bait me no we
0: get so emotionally tied to what we believe right yes. and right. so one of the conversations that um you and i had i was going to say something else but child we're here now mm-hmm. we'll just have this one of the conversations that you and i had which i really want you to kind of delve into is talking about um what we hear across the pill pulpit and going down the line of th- your three questions biblical truth and mm-hmm. you know all of those things but also making sure that we're held accountable to doing our own research and not confusing what the bible says to what i overheard my pastor say right so say right. say more.
3: So the um the conversation we had was like what is um taught in my home church and one of the conversations that my pastor and I often have is the difference between biblical mandates, convictions, and preferences. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to sex, there's a lot of discussion where those lines tend to often get mm-hmm. blurred, mm-hmm. and then we often uh, regurgitate what we've heard through the years, and then what. Then we start off saying, because you know, we love that, what the Bible says. Yes. And then what the Bible says is actually what my pastor said, or what grandma said, mm-hmm. or what my mama said, mm-hmm. or, you know, something I heard. And like little stuff, like, you know, things that we call scripture, like cleanliness is next to godliness. That yeah, ain't where <laughs> You take it's one that. step, God takes two.
1: <laughs> where? Point that out. When somebody said it, Do you know what it's I mean? So, like, those kind of
3: conversations and what you said about. Uh, um, accountability is like holding our own self-accountability to study and show ourselves the mm-hmm. Like Sit down and read the word for ourselves and as we are um, moving away from this place where at one point, you know, this is the fact that black people love Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the fact. Mm-hmm. But the, the influence that the church has in um, black families or just like on, on the Western society as a whole is kind of diminishing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in a space where This like self-revelation, if you will, where folks are having to or wanting to figure out things on their own. And the because I said so mentality, it's not it's not not Mm -hmm. enough. It's not enough. So if that is the case and you want to figure out things for your own, you have to sit down and read the word. You have to pray. You have to study and you have to read other books that are. Supportive of the gospel or the gospel as you understand it to understand what is God saying to me about this thing. So when we have conversations about masturbation, there the Bible is ambiguous at best about it. Girl, I was gonna say ambiguous. I yeah be best and mm-hmm. at, you know at, at best and so but
1: again and that's also a weird thing because growing up I felt like it was a hard and fast. Mm-hmm. So we I. were talking about this last night. I I, I meant to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> When I was coming up, it was don't get nobody pregnant. Don't Mm -hmm. masturbate for Mm -hmm. men. I don't remember them talking about it for girls. It's scripturally based. The Mm -hmm. scripture that I was always taught is don't Mm -hmm. spill seed. Right. So we took spilling seed as you are jacking off and you... Come mm-hmm. and you, you literally the speed goes or seed goes onto the ground or right. to a sock or right. whatever, right? Right. Or so sock. I was reading this pastor, white pastor, maybe two or three years ago. It was the first time this scripture was ever challenged, right? And he said what that scripture was really talking about was a a custom in yes. that time that if you know, say Josh is my brother, he's my older brother and he dies, it is my responsibility as to his younger brother to our continue our family line and have sex with his wife. Yes. Regardless, we used to have Christmas together. Hey, man, that's your and wife And notice now.
0: this, too, because uh, Brittany just off. said, I know, but I want to, I want to make to this point. Yes, I did. <laughs> this is on purpose. But yes, it is. <laughs> that was on purpose. I cut you off. Yes, I did. Um, but I'm going to let you finish, though. That you said have sex.
1: Yes. So, yes. in
0: context, they're not even talking about, Brittany just pointed this out. and so I was like, you are so right. Yeah. That they're not even talking about masturbation. No, no. They're I actually know. talking about having intercourse.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, then in, in that scenario, what they were really saying not to do for that custom was not to pull out and do your duty to keep your family line going. So then the pastor said, "What scripture do you have that says women shouldn't do that?" Mm-hmm. Like where is it? And I was like, "Oh, snap." Right. I I, I don't think anybody's ever said one to me. Right. And then you and then what, what what correlation was always happening was, well, in order to masturbate you have to use porn and you know the eyes and this and that and then so he was saying people masturbate without porn all the time so again now you're back to the same problem of where's the biblical mandate and i feel like the thing this is the last thing i'm saying that i want to hear your full thoughts when you were growing up the way we did You didn't even question your parents on anything. You couldn't talk back. You couldn't question them. They could be dead wrong. Your mom could be driving down the street on a one-way and 18-wheelers coming the opposite way. I wouldn't even tell her this is a one-way. We just are meant to die, right? (laughs) So if you couldn't question your mom or dad, you definitely couldn't question the pastor. Mm -hmm. He said this is right. So when I first heard this other pastor say that, now I'm like, hold on. This whole time, I thought I was scripturally wrong, and mm-hmm. then there's all this shame and stuff attached mm-hmm. to it. And now pastors are teaching that it's the best way to, or very few, but some, mm-hmm. it's a good, safe way to explore yourself and learn mm-hmm. yourself for your husband or wife. And now you're all screwed up in the mind because mm-hmm. something that was core to your programming has been challenged. And the Bible, which you thought was your mandate, mm-hmm. is now been like, well, that's not what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And this context is so many scriptures. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, what are your thoughts on that scripture and our lives and how it pertains to being sexual but without uh being sexually active
3: so again as um as melissa said that my thought with that particular scripture is in context you can't use that flat out and say because the bible says in this scripture x y and z happen mm-hmm. for that you cannot masturbate that's right. not the scripture that connects directly to that and so like you said you don't talk you don't push back on your mom you don't push back on the past third thing that I remember, we was going to the beach one time, and my mom wouldn't let me take my sandals. And for the life of me, mm-hmm. I could not understand why can't I take my sandals to the beach? So when and I would never, I'm not gonna question that. Still so I still to this day, she done passed. And when I get to heaven, Lord, like, can I talk to you for a second? Because I don't understand. This don't make any sense. It's so already dead. They so were sandals. Like, I, right. hold on, let me stay because I'm really getting mad about that. Right. Like I still feel some type of way about that. I was 12, and I still feel some type of way about that. But the point is that when you have this figure in your life that is your go-to for... Mm -hmm. uh, Everything. For everything. Your authoritative figure. Exactly. And you trust this person that the thing that they're saying to you, you're trusting this to keep you safe. Because, you know, moms say it's for your own good. Right. And things like that. And then when at certain ages we kind of become dependent on this person to think for us yes Yes. i don't have to read this i don't have to ask i don't have to follow up because this person has since proven that they have my best interest at heart so i'm gonna follow that yes and then sometimes unfortunately when it comes to scripture and bible what we get across the pulpit Sunday morning and if you go to Bible study Tuesday or Wednesday, that's the scripture that you got for the
1: week. It's reinforced.
3: That that boy that's all that's, that, the that's, word you that's, got. that's the word that you got. Got it, got whatever it. Whatever the t- the Sunday text was 100%. whatever the Bible study yep. text was, that was it. So when you have strong mandates like that come across, even if it doesn't feel right or doesn't feel natural mm-hmm. to you, you're not gonna you're not gonna you don't question, question it. it yeah. And so when we're talking about masturbation, I can't say Sure, go masturbate. God's okay with that. I can't say, don't, I know, well, I'm not going to say don't masturbate because you're going to hell. I would never, that's because mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that that's the case either. The issue though is, for me, what it comes down to is there are so many different doctrinal positions mm-hmm. on it as you said like some pastors teach this will keep you from yeah this will keep you from fornicating mm-hmm. yeah. and then that's the issue because like um another thing my pastor and i talked about is uh, looking at uh, masturbation are you looking is it a tool or is it a vehicle like is it something that that's, that's Stuck in that moment and that experience. I'm not thinking about nothing else. I'm not watching porn. I'm not mm-hmm. um, fantasizing about nobody else's man or anything and like you don't that. Have to. Right? It doesn't. Have, or is close it your,
1: eyes. your body? Be like, yeah. Or is it I a lie. vehicle I that's okay.
3: taking me somewhere else? And when we're Got looking it. at abstinence as a commitment to to God, and we're saying, God, I'm going to abstain. I'm going to, you know, keep my body until the point in time where I'm joined with my spouse. Mm -hmm. And because we're sexual beings, that's a difficult task. Mm -hmm. Who am I? What am I now dependent on to keep me? Is the masturbation keeping me or is God keeping me? Mm -hmm. So then that and then am I making an idol out of my own body because I am now dependent on myself to keep me? Mm-hmm. Where as opposed to I'm depending on you, Lord, and you're going to hold me. And I'm when I'm having those moments, I can turn to you. When I'm having those moments, I can – or I'm involving myself in activities and hobbies and things like that to keep to keep my mind off of those things. However, I'm still a human being. I still am aroused and desire. When I'm not even – I could be bowling and somebody can walk past me with a certain cologne <laughs> on and I'm like – <laughs> now I wasn't even. Now, Lord, I wasn't even. I wasn't even thinking about that. Right? right. now And then what? You can throw
1: th- that ball down my pins, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. But <laughs> the thing is
3: that. So those are natural experiences where some folks feel like, let me just masturbate because if I don't, then I'm going to find my. I'm going to
2: yeah. fall into fall,
3: some a, yeah. a bedroom. But then there are some some folks that says I'm not going to masturbate because that's not enough for me. And if I all that's going to do is keep me revved up, and mm-hmm. then I'm eventually falling. Something mm-hmm, like right. So everybody's position on it is different but i don't believe that what the hot topic now with everybody's in a tizzy about i don't believe that at the core of christianity that folks are saying you are dirty your body is dirty or any of those things so don't touch it mm-hmm. i don't think that that's i mean i know for sure our bodies are a temple we are fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. and all those things and one of the things that i'm particularly wrestling with is where's the line between masturbation for pleasure orgasm because i'm because i'm single and i'm trying to hold on versus i'm exploring my body to figure out what is this body that my spirit is wrapped up in what is yeah. this temple how does it work when i do get married how am i going to convey to my spouse right. what it is that i like don't like any other thing so Especially that's if, a, you,
1: if you don't know yourself right
3: so it, there's a wrestling there and i don't know that i don't i'm not gonna say i don't know i don't have the answer and, and i don't think that there's a any way that anybody can definitively
1: well, it's say, one, say one, I the think other it's a blanket it's hard to make blanket statements like that for each individual yeah like you say in our marriage um uh like so in erica's thing she was like why would i do that right. if my husband's right there mm-hmm. Correct. right which is her talking about her her mm-hmm. marriage Absolutely. to her husband right now uh, one thing me and melissa were talking about is uh that's their relationship and that works for them and what we talk about all the time is making sure your marriage works just for you too so it could be a situation with another couple husband and wife and and he might be lower desire. And one of the ways they keep happy is, hey, you know, you, you, if you are feeling it and I'm not, I have no problem with right. you doing that. It doesn't bother me at all, you know. Or, hey, actually, it turns me on to watch you do that. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's, I, I think what happens is, unfortunately for her and all these people, you ask somebody a personal question, they right. answer how it applies to, to their life, And then right. people say, well, that doesn't work for me. Well, right. she, she was talking about her life, you right. know. So, Melissa was saying, biblical conviction for her, no. Uh, boy, our biblical mandate—it's—it's it's not uh, sure. It's so it's okay, we'll get on, on the Bible. Personal conviction, she doesn't have one. Preference, maybe it's not my preference right, right now. That could be somebody else be like, oh, it is my preference right now. Right. Or maybe there's a disability and that's how people work in their relationship. Right. Um, this is what we have to do. Or maybe they're separated from each other for a long time sure. and the husband's on tour doing maybe stand up comedy in various cities <laughs> and he's like, man, it's been a long time. Maybe in that marriage, right? It's like, girl, FaceTime right. me that butt. Right. Got to right. see it. And I well, think the that's
3: issue just long distance sex. And I think the issue, the bigger issue with what, that state, Not necessarily issue But when she said I have my man uh, My fine wonderful mm-hmm. man and like, Why would I do that And in and, and her marriage As you said She doesn't need yes. Something like that Because she feel like All of her needs Are, are met And so But what folks is an who,
1: ugly husband She's like So oh, folks God. who are Pushing ugly. back on that
3: Are It's almost like It's weird because Like a lot of folks Get to say This is what I believe This is how I feel And It's okay But sometimes When Christians are in the world and they have. This is how I believe. This is how I feel. Then it's almost received in some situations. That means as, what you're
1: doing is wrong. It's as, right as, yes. I, as an
3: indictment on everyone else. Right. And I don't believe that that's the case. The one thing where she stated um, about him having to compete with the toys and things mm-hmm. like that. That might not sit well for some folks because it's ne- it's never a matter of in some folks it's never a matter of competition mm. it may just be a thing it's as a tool, you, as, a, as, a a tool. To play as you said like something that we add together something that we are it's not like are we sneaking I'm not sneaking in the bathroom sure, doing sure, it. Sure. everybody knows what's you know what's going on or where it's yeah. like a mutual like a, a Absolutely. mutual masturbation type of mm, situation <laughs> <mass>.
1: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> it's just it's like we again trying to have conversations that are led by like in way where we are pulled by the spirit to feel a way or do a thing in natural settings around folks who don't share those same convictions. Right. Yeah. It's it's difficult where the fruit of that conversation may not be where we want it to be. Right. Because we don't we're not we're not from the we don't have the same worldview. Yep. It's well, a different cultural experience.
0: Yes. Speaking of fruit, I also want to tell you about Hello
3: Fresh
0: because eating is important. It's things that eating you need a on part. a daily basis in order to stay healthy, vibrant, and have an active sex life. You can't do it if you're hungry. <laughs> Uh, With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook it and enjoy it. We just got
1: another delivery today, which just took the guesswork out of dinner for tonight. I was like, oh, we have to order Instacart. We have to go to the store. No, HelloFresh delivery came for today. Dinner will be served. Dinner
0: will be served. We will be having the Juicy Lucy Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. Mm. I love it because they come in these handy dandy cards like this. They tell you what the meal should look
2: like Um, (laughs) on the back.
0: They give you a list of all of the ingredients so you know exactly what you're putting in your meal. And then they have the recipe with um, pictorial instructions on the back, which is always great for those of us. Me, um, who are cooking impaired. I think uh, it was
1: great for me too when I wanted to cook dinner for you is because it took the guesswork out of it yes. and it saved me so much time. Here's the sucky thing about being me. I don't grocery shop that much. So when I go to find recipes in a grocery store, I have to find each ingredient. Yes. And then the next ingredient, I don't know which is on the aisle. In the HelloFresh box, everything is already pre-packaged, labeled. pre-labeled. It's right there for you. It's it saves booyah. me so much time. Yes, it's nearly idiot-proof. It's it I'm is. idiot boy. Yes,
0: they have a wide variety of meal <laughs> options. You can get veggies, you can get meat and veggie, you can get fe- uh, calorie smart or family friendly for those of us with children with picky palates. Like uh, right now, for like us, right now for our listeners, we have a very special offer for eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LoveHour80 love and enter LoveHour80 love again hour 80. for $80 off of your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LoveHour80 again love hour 80. that's enter LoveHour80 at checkout. It's like receiving eight meals for free. I also want to tell you about Audible. I use Audible in real life. Why? Because I have a book club and I have like (laughs) 3,500 members and it is a group of women. We are, um, continually evolving, growing, and learning with one another. And we do that by audio listening every single month to a audiobook that I choose. And for this month, we are audio listening to Burnout by Emily Nagowski, who will be a podcast guest in the month of January. It is a phenomenal book. It teaches us the science behind burnout. It has us asking us question has us asking questions about what causes burnout. Is it societal pressure? Is it um, self-imposed pressure? All of those things that we go through as people, but specifically as women. And what is great about Audible Audible is that they have the largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment. Audible keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. You'll find more stories when you listen with Audible and always be part of the conversation by joining my book club. Uh, Listen at the gym while shopping, in the car, traveling, or Audible is there for you for my listeners today start listening with a 30 day audible trial, choose one audio book and two audible originals, absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash love hour, uh, or text love hour to 500, 500 visit audible.com slash love hour or text love hour to 500, 500. Again, start listening with the 30 day audible trial. Choose one audio book and one audible or two audible originals. Absolutely free one last time, audible.com slash love hour or text uh, love hour to 500 500. So, one of the things that I absolutely wanted to touch on and just kind of bring to light are some of my own personal you revelations. No, they not touch on dude, no, dude.
1: They, it. Touch touch it. On. Look uh, at it. It's, it's in you. She pretty? Yeah, she is she, pretty. That's baby. what Mufasa says. The truth is in you. <laughs> can I hold the coochie for the rest of the episode?
3: Volva. Volva. You sure can. Her name is Veronica. Though.
1: Hey, Veronica. Yes. How you doing? Uh, one of the
0: things that i think is so important and this goes um beyond just um christian world i think this is relevant for like any and everybody a lot of times well let me go to the christian world and then let me zoom out so in the christian world what we often do is get the um not just let's go everybody we get the opinions of so many people Mm -hmm. and one of the things that is often um said again in like the christian culture christian world is the um need not the need but like we don't watch porn because when you're watching porn you're bringing someone else into your bedroom Mm I also believe, and I have been saying this here recently more boldly because I used to be afraid to say it, but now I'm like, who going to check me? Uh, I also believe that when we get a lot of opinions about our sex life, we are allowing other people into our bedroom.
1: I word. love that. That's a word. I think that's so, we uh, want so badly for someone to tell us it's okay or exactly. it's not okay. Having the responsibility to decide for ourselves is like paralyzing. It's like, bro, just tell me if I can do it or not. Yes.
3: That way, if something goes wrong, if someone else told me, I can blame it on them. Yes, I can. I can shirk responsibility. Yes, somebody else. Oh my! They said it was okay. Right. Said it was okay. This was your idea. Yes, but it's your idea. And so we end up
0: um, struggling so many different ways we end up struggling because we like something and maybe someone else told us we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And so now we're uh, struggling sexually because we're unsatisfied. Uh, We end up struggling because we feel like I shouldn't be doing this, but my spouse wants me to do this. And I don't know what to do, but my pastor said, I can't do Mm -hmm. it. So therefore I can't do it. And now Mm -hmm. you're struggling inside of your own bedroom. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's about um, this is the other thing I was going to say. Okay, so that was a zoom out in the Christian world. What we do both sides, but I'm gonna be a little churchy on it is that by getting the opinions of other people, we are allowing them to act as our Holy Ghost. Mm. And so we don't have the opportunity to develop and grow our own um, intuition, the Holy Ghost, that whisper, that push that says, that's not for you, boo. That's just wrong. Mm-hmm. That we, it, it is completely choked out by the voices of other people. Yeah. And so we just shut up sometimes and figure out what it is, our personal conviction about it. If the Bible is ambiguous, if the Bible is silent, God can tell you. And then you move from there instead of, I feel like I was literally just texting my friend I want to say yesterday, and she grew up real churchy with me. And we're always she knows how I feel about this. So we're always talking about sex and masturbate that we was almost, so everything. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Melissa, I just feel so confused. I was like, well, child, I'm the captain of confusion. Welcome.
2: Hilarious. <laughs> because I'm I fe- yes yes, welcome. Always-
0: I am your cruise director. We are all confused on here because <sighs> I feel like there are so many um, varying opinions. And what we don't realize is that a lot of what we hear across the pulpit not always but specifically around sex it's often preference it's often uh, sexual personal conviction Mm -hmm. it is often driven from someone's story of this person that i know maybe didn't have a lot of discipline so they watch porn it became something that was a problem in their relationship Mm -hmm. they suddenly started keeping secrets it started leading to these other things you know what don't nobody need to go down this path so instead of talking about this is a problem with this we cut it off at the past and. said. This is wrong, the Bible says so.
1: I'm gonna tell you a funny story. I have not shared this, but I'll protect the names. I was babysitting when I was in high school for a minister and his wife, prominent Mm -hmm. minister, prominent minister's wife in the church, high up, preached well. This he never talked about porn being bad or good, he just never talked about it. But in the church, it was porn, bad, 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 bad. I'm watching their little kids, and I go to put a Disney movie in the VCR and you know, eject what's in there. By the way, I'm so old that there was VCRs, yes. I click eject p- to put uh, Pocahontas in. Black Tail Volume 2 comes out. They Tell us what a- that is. Well, it's not about rabbits. <laughs> okay. It's about butts of the chocolate sex. <laughs> so they had a whole collection in the living room. So later on, I talked to them. And they're like, look, man, me and my wife, we watch it together. Okay. We don't talk about it publicly because we don't want to leave people astray. Right. But for us, we have, it doesn't bother either of us. We do it together, we never do it when we're alone. And for us, it's cool. This was much when I was older, I actually talked to him about it. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, man, how many things? So another story, my grandma, whole life, can't drink. Nope, no, no. I mean, my brother found a glass of, I mean, a bottle of Seagram Extra Dry Gin behind her TV. Mm I was like, hold up now, grandma, (laughs) what is this? Much later in life, she was like, yeah, we didn't really talk about it publicly, but you know, from time to time, we took a little communion personally, amen? (laughs) My mom, we could only listen to gospel music Mm -hmm. my whole life. So I didn't know about Anita Baker. Telling my mom, asking her why you didn't tell me. She starts singing Rapture. She was like, yeah, I was listening to it, but I couldn't play it in the car with you because my, you know, my grandma, mm-hmm. her mom, felt away about it. So I'm realizing in my life, there's a lot of things we were doing in the church across the pulpit and in Bible study that we we're saying we should or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. But in people's private lives, they were doing stuff that we weren't mm-hmm. supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And now that all those things start to make me question everything because right. all the stuff y'all taught me was wrong in sex and life. People was doing the whole time. Right. And as you get older, they're like, man, you just don't want to say it because me and Melissa were talking. This is a part that I understand the pastors. Every time you preach or somebody who's brand new to church, mm-hmm. and you don't want to give them credence to go do what you think is wrong. Right. But then there's somebody like me and Melissa who've been in church 35 years. That message isn't the same mm-hmm. for us. You know what I mean? So I get that they like, man, we can't. it's hard to talk to all of y'all individually right. and make a group message. Right. So.
3: It's a, it's, it's, I so can, can we masturbate, yes or no?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like having to be a pastor yeah. or a, yeah. a, a, sun, a regular Sunday preacher, having that responsibility of not knowing who just walked into the door right mm-hmm. and the things that you know you're that's led, a responsibility you're right Absolutely. you're led by the holy spirit when you're preparing your message and you do it thoughtfully and meaningfully with your congregation in mind or how you know the leading of the holy spirit but you said there may be a guest yep. that walk in that's the first place person in the building and the thing is that even with as thoughtful and meaningful as you approach it there could be one thing that you say mm-hmm. that could be permission given to a person yes. that does not need exactly. permission given. Yeah. And then there are folks who, like, if we're being 100% honest, which I think that we can be hearing here on this podcast, mm-hmm. is that there are some folks who, who know you know what's right and wrong. You yeah. know what God is telling you. And you ask certain questions because you want what's permission so, yes. yeah. to go do what you were going to do. Yes. Because you <laughs> want to try to remove. You want to remove. I want to put remove this down. This I want to remove some of this guilt, yep. some of this conviction. And so if you tell me or just just give me a reason yeah. and I can go ahead and yes. do what I wanted to do in the first place. Yes. So it. So that's one thing that you have to deal and with. And I want to be clear,
0: sorry, mm-hmm. Um, that we're not that we're not equating for people who are listening. We're not equating conviction with shame. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Correct.
3: You're just showing off
1: today. You <laughs> are.
0: I want it because I think a lot of times that can get confusion. Conflated, yeah. yeah, conflated yeah. is a better word. Yeah. Um, in our minds because Sometimes we can internalize shame so much that it feels
1: like a conviction. That's yeah. condemnation. And that that's
0: is condemnation. And there is, no
1: there condemnation. is therefore no condemnation. That's when you don't have to wear condoms. No condemnation. No. We don't wear condoms. No, that's, no, not that's, not that's, that's not the root word. that's not the etymology not of that word. At all. But
0: I think that that was one of the the best most clear-cut Um, Definitions I've ever heard of condemnation, which is shame or uh, a mass conviction, but rooted in shame instead of rooted in uh, a biblical truth or a biblical mandate.
3: And then there's a part of it that is like shame that's um, too far away from redemption like the condemnation mm, like i'm not yeah. able to be so redeemed well give up. because of because of this because of this thing and so again i ke- I feel like i'm being repetitive but again that's that concept of spiritual experiences in a, trying to explain in a natural world because conviction to the outside world may f- may sound like guilt mm-hmm. and yeah. condemnation mm-hmm. and shame and all mm-hmm. those things but that's not what it is it's just that the, our holy spirit uh, that's keeping us, the, the, the words that we know, the the things that we stand on, our foundation is rooted in the yes. word and all that. Remind me that still small voice saying, mm mm, uh uh, boo boo. And that's. The Holy Ghost talks like yes. that yes. Uh, to down. black yeah. women, he'd just like, the, like that. Excuse me. Ma'am, what are you doing?
1: Nah, fam. Now, when good. I told
3: you no, don't you do that. Mm-hmm. My what? Holy Ghost is like Medea. Like, my friends know, like, I have, like, I, I used to say I didn't have a praying grandmother, but I'm a B one. So that's like, my Holy Ghost is like my, my, pre- that's funny. That's that Yeah. <laughs> now. That was perfection. What,
0: that that, that was my perfection. Um, and you know what? I feel like I have gone through my own um, evolution as I have become more comfortable in embracing my sexuality mm-hmm. and releasing a lot of the shame that i thought was conviction
2: mm-hmm. and
0: the more free i become in who i am mm-hmm. and accepting that i am designed this way and that mm-hmm. is i always say this because it's so much power that i'm designed this way and it was purpose by design right. this right. isn't right. a mistake nope. this was what god intended for my body to be and instead of being ashamed of it and living in guilt about what it is capable of instead mm-hmm. of living in shame or feeling like i don't deserve pleasure mm-hmm. embracing those mm-hmm. things you realize how much of what you were taught was just wrong and you know what we
1: were talking about this yesterday it's like i feel like we were taught everything is wrong don't mm-hmm. enjoy sex mm-hmm. don't in, don't drink don't eat too much mm-hmm. don't go out of town don't miss church and then when you get to heaven you'll have your reward like mm-hmm. bro i don't think god wanted us to have hell on earth just to have heaven after, in heaven her. like we I mean, should be able to enjoy some yeah. of the the, right. the stuff man yeah. like I want to enjoy this, life, this w-
3: there will be tribulations we understand yeah. it yes but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world like we so I think that we hear the there will be tribulations but don't really rest in the of good cheer part mm-hmm. yeah and, like, What's overcome. Cheer? and so the thing is that I feel like if we're Recognizing that, like I said, we said we have those folks that's asking for permission to do something they really want to do. Be clear, and that's that, true. That's true. <laughs> and then the folks who genuinely, genuinely don't know. And I think that as the body, we get a bad rep for the outliers sometimes. Yes. Like there are folks who, there are some folks, some churches who do preach shame, who do preach, so true. Who, mm-hmm. who, who pass them first lady. They sleep in separate bedrooms. Yes. They only have sex to have babies. And they really, they, in their mind, this is what sex is supposed to be it's dirty and all those things. But I think that that is the the outlier that the Christian faith gets shamed for. Like we're like, and particularly like the Black Church, we get such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. So true. And it's not like if we if you really are a part of the Black culture, there's nothing like Sunday morning so in a Black true. church. Like there you come in with some stuff carrying stuff and then you walk up out mm-hmm. of there feel like you finna be the mm-hmm. next President mm-hmm. Obama and you gonna solve world so hunger true. and all those things. And then although there are some church mothers and ushers that are they could be nasty sometimes, mm-hmm. there is nothing like a hug and yeah, an embrace when they, from a church mother And they're selling they that white diamonds that is <laughs> listening. Oh, 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 or that. one of the nurses when you especially if you if you did have a bad night mm-hmm. when you did say so you ain't had no business, come here, baby. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Rest so my it's muscle. it's not so the thing is that I don't want when we're talking about things have gone wrong in the teaching, yeah, yes. like We're not indicting yes. the, black, the the body of Christ. We're yes. not indicting the um the black church. The thing is that we are. I think that it's just a misunderstanding sometimes. And for uh, I would venture to say that it's coming from a good place. But for fear of if we just don't do any of it, yes, we'll be safe. Yes, we'll be safe. It was just a fear of if we give a little bit, yes. we'll least, go. Yes. We'll go too far. You give them an inch, or take a mile, yes. and it's just like. Try and then in our pursuit of shalom, as we're like working to get back to that Eden experience, we're going to mess up. We're going to have some troubles, but God, He will withhold no good thing from us. Mm-hmm. So that's just because there's an appointed time to have sex and things like that, if you're a believer, that's not Him withholding it. That's Him saying this right here is beautiful. Yeah, this right here is wonderful, and I want when you when if you when you get it, it's going to rock your mind. And I want to do it for you, just like we do with our children. Like, don't eat. The cookie right now, right, right, right. because just going to mess your stomach up, and we don't think, or oh, we have a finite mind. Mm-hmm. the cookie much and, later,
1: and, in life. <laughs> and <if your laughs> we have a, fin- <laughs> <laughs> like a that finite, a finite
3: mind, so and we can't really <laughs> see all, <laughs> of it. all of we, that all all of it. So I just think that we are often time also so preoccupied with sex sometimes like i think That's it's true. like it's like both things happen like we don't talk about it enough but then we are like overly yeah. focused on yeah. the sexual activity yeah. of folks and like with the intimacy firm, my mission is just to help folks realize that sex is just one way in which god shows his love for you mm. just one and then working out trying to get the answer to whether masturbation is the same fornication and all because there's folks that don't feel like fornication is something that, that is debated. Hold thing. up! I know. Hold there, up! It's like whole folks that hold are hold like, up! God the girl that, that I just
0: told you um, that I follow on Instagram, she doesn't believe that. I think I know. What? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's folks that, and so the thing is that we can't get so lost in just like, how are we serving God? What yeah. are we doing with our life? Like, what you all are doing, that's ministry. Every <laughs> joke that you tell, that's ministry. Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And somebody reshared, my website launched and somebody shared it and said, all kingdom work doesn't look the same.
1: And man, that's yes. So good. I said,
3: thank you, thank you. This man. is kingdom work. Some it people is. it's okay to have their coochie it lit. Uh,
1: and, and, people sorry. need to know that. When I was growing up, and I know you got to do your thing, list. When I was growing up, one of the people who spoke to the young kid, you get married, the only way that is permissible by the Lord to have sex is a missionary position. Mm. That's what I was told missionary yes missionary because it was a, a term and in even the, the
3: term of that missionary is that's saying that's saying
1: something it it's is. So, so yeah because that's the sex they had in the color purple like bro there's more stuff and sometimes depending Mine's on your person's like yeah know. <laughs> <laughs> you know So anyway,
0: I think that we. I would hope that with this conversation, um, that we are freeing people by allowing them to make. First of all, educate yourself. Read the word for yourself. Study. Show that self approved Study. Not just to reinforce what you were already taught.
1: Yes. Or Real to
3: give yourself look for permission
0: to do, to what do you want to right. And then ask yourself, I think these this line of questioning, these three questions are so good. Yes. So I think your the three questions that you said, one of our conversations and we've said it again here today, so but I good. think it is so good and just worth repeating so that people can have it in their minds to go through this these three questions mm-hmm. is there a biblical mandate about this mm-hmm. is there something in the bible that says i should because to me if you're a believer if the mm-hmm. bible says one way or the other the conversation stops there mm-hmm. so that's first and foremost do that first and don't take um what you heard your pastor say don't take what you heard your mama say don't ta- because those are um biased, based on their own potential convictions or their own personal preferences. Mm -hmm. So do that research for yourself. After you've done that, ask yourself, um, do you have a personal conviction about it? Whatever that may mean Mm -hmm. or look like to you allow the Holy Ghost to speak to you.
3: And then after that, simply ask yourself, child, well, do I even like this?
1: That's all you got to do. Because
3: with sex positivity, we're not trying to have everybody. I, I forgot where I was. <laughs> like I was to have everybody bent in every other kind of way, doing every old kind of thing. If that's not your jam.
1: Maybe you have bad knees. Everybody can't do a mega right. And you know. I've been saying, there's certain
3: positions and <laughs> certain things, like some of the more, you know. <laughs> think Hot, like some certain positions that ACL folks are just like fall. i'm never doing that right. that's disgusting that hurt Mm-mm, i'm not doing that and that's okay yes. as well so our mission is not to make everybody do whatever like we're not trying to create someone said to me once they um try to make everybody a freak right and even the even like i hate even some of the negative language a that freak? is at- attached to sexual expression freedom free, yeah. free mm-hmm. sexual expression i don't like that but that's not the case because the thing is that I want you to be comfortable saying, I like this, I don't like this. Like, one of the exercises I do with couples to get them to have that conversation because we don't have flat-out conversations about sex amongst couples enough. Like, we'll talk about bills so and true. whose house we going to, based yep. on who make the best greens and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. not, I like this, I want to try this, and we do, like, a red-yellow-green um, assessment. Just doing our red-yellow-green. Mm-hmm. Uh, assessment, inter- yeah. and then that to kind of start that conversation. And so... It's okay if you have read like activities that you just not do that are hard passes for you. My only thing is is it rooted yes. in an unnecessary shame? Is it rooted in misinformation? Is it rooted in something that somebody told you the Bible said yes. Yes. that that they didn't say? And if you recognize all of, i know it's not rooted in the bible i know it's not dirty i know it's not. i just don't want to do it
1: that's that, that is that is
3: a hundred percent okay and,
0: and that's it is empowering yeah it is freedom exactly. and it is so empowering to say i don't like this mm-hmm. because i don't like this mm-hmm. not i don't like this because my mama said i shouldn't like it right Not i don't like this, and actually I do like this, but the correct thing to say is that I don't like this. Right. It is so empowering to go through those questions and get to a point where you can say,
3: no, it's just really not for me, it's not for me and that's fine. Or on the reverse, like I really like this. Like I, it just gets me where I need to be and be able to In walk and live
0: land. with that without that shame, without feeling embarrassed. Without, yeah. I think all of us want that and we strive for that, but we are holding on to so much yeah. um, messaging that we feel like is dictating what we should yeah. and shouldn't do, Dictate. and we need to listen it's a lot of voices and that gets a lot of um confusion let me tell you a voice that's not confusing uh the holidays are coming up Mm. it's my voice my voice is the one that's not confusing (laughs) uh the holidays are coming up and what is a perfect gift for your grandmama your mama your auntie a new mom honestly yes a new mom getting a painting of either the family, the grandkids, a newborn baby. We got it done through Paint Your Life, and this is one of my favorite 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 pictures that we have had done it's not in here though but we've had done so many times this one's a really cute one it is from paint your life this is literally from paint your life where you can have an original painting of yourself your family a special place or cherished pet at a price you can afford from paintyourlife.com this what we were showing you is a real painting done by hand by a world-class artist created from one of our favorite photos a painting from paint your life makes the perfect gift for weddings anniversaries birthdays birth announcements um uh what is it called when you before you get married engagement all of those things it's just a really nice gift um and right now because we always be taking care of y'all for a limited time you can get 30 percent off your painting that's right 30 whole percent and free shipping to get this special offer text the word kev that's kev to 48 48 48 again that's kev kev to 48 48 48 kev to 48 kev. 48 48 remember message and data rates may apply. apply okay kevin do you have any other questions comments or anything that you actually wanted to say too that we didn't hit i'm trying to remember all of our conversations i, only, uh,
3: I really i really like actually what you said about when we have other folks voices in our in our in our our bedroom and how that is the person that we're bringing in our bedroom and then the other thing i think i posted a while back was that maybe i think i said maybe the person causing trouble in your relationship is the one you're pretending to be (laughs)
1: Ba 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 Funk flex horns, air horn. Man, I'm mad. I missed that
0: one. Nah. The algorithm be hate because I would have reposted that so fast.
1: The person causing problems in your relationship is the person you're pretending to be.
3: Ooh, tell us more. And so, Britt, Britt, Brit, you better come <laughs> with it. And so, the thing is, as we're talking about freedom, we're talking about reconciling. We have to lay aside the supposed to be mm. because that we will, our bodies, who we are, who God created us to be, who we are purposed to be, will. Betray that representative every mm, single time. Mm. It may take something longer than some others because we Dang. know. We, I'm sure we all could talk about times we've gotten into situations with some with folks representative, and then when that mask came yeah. off, show, like, oh, who is this? You, and we so, can tell you some stories, <laughs> right? And so and by so when I made that statement is because. The authenticity is the gr- is the foundation for where you're going who God called you to be is where is who you should walk in a hundred percent and if you're married, your spouse needs you to be who God called you to yes. be so that they can be who God called them to be, so that your marriage can be the ministry that God called it for because we as believers we look at mar- marriage as a ministry. as a ministry, and so when you are trying to give your spouse, your husband, or your wife something that they want that is not inherently who you are, it becomes problematic. And when we're in in the context of sex, we're, it's counterproductive. Like when you're, I think you all talked um, before about um, or I think it was an email or something we mm-hmm. talked about about th- with different, different libido levels mm-hmm. or being a per like a woman with um, a high libido and like we kind of like want to tamper that down sometimes yep, because yep. we don't want to be called a Jezebel or we want to yep. be that yep. and all that and first of all Jezebel's issue wasn't so much her sexual activity as much as she was conniving and she was manipulative and then her husband wasn't leading well so that was a whole lot of drama that th- the that sex was that was in it was the idol worship which we also misappropriate and Way, but Jenna not- was married, yeah. I've been
1: thinking about Bathsheba. No, I've been thinking about Delilah. Okay, cool. And she was
3: also <laughs> terrible and Delilah? manipulative, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. D- uh, Delilah or Bathsheba, she was spocus, the first. One. I'm gonna tell you about Bathsheba, she posted the first thirst trap. Stop. In the body. I'm
3: finna get you. She I'm was outside
1: in that window, tooting that thing up. She Day was, was looking outside out.
3: bathing. She knew David was which looking, which was per the custom of the time. No, nah, that was a David thirst trap. David was outside doing something he had no business doing, and he raped her. Oh, he raped her. Wow. He was the king. How was she going to tell him no?
1: No mm-hmm. consent.
3: It's an abuse power. of power.
1: Now you just messed up my Delilah thirst trap joke. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> hit as well when David. <laughs> <that did. time. laughs> and then he sent her husband to get killed. He did. He was wild. Wow. And then the Bible says God. David was a man after God's own heart. That's what it said. After all that. After all of that. After all that. After all of why that. Why are you holding up the inner coochie list? Because I just felt the need to. So,
3: so what i say <laughs> is that we saw one of the other things that we said that to bring this all together Kay. is that walk in 100% who you are. Man, that was so, so good. Search, seek God for what that may look like because your testimony is tied to your purpose. Your purpose is tied to all of the intricacies because I am. I don't know. No, everybody's gonna suck their teeth. The people who follow me, who I, I'm shy mm. by nature, they're like, really? They're right, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, so I feel like the over the top me is to keep like the the shy, anxious yeah, me protected. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, if yeah. I'm like, oh, if I do all of that, yeah. then it keeps the shy, yep, yep, anxious yep, me yep. protected. I get that a lot. Actually. And so there, are, when I'm home. I want to put the the over-the-top me down right and so there are times where folks aren't able to they don't know how to handle the shy anxious sometimes and so that's something that i had to be honest with i had to seek god to figure out what what it is so my point is that we don't pretending it's going to be counterproductive if you want to show up for your spouse in a way that's not authentic eventually that's going to fall apart it's going to get them used to something that you can't maintain yes. it's going to get you used to something that you can't maintain and that's then it's good. just and then you're going to be bitter and then you're going to be mad with god like why you give me this man or why you give me this woman they ain't doing this or doing too much of this and blah 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 and it's just a matter of just if we all work in our authenticity and recognize it's okay to be who God called us to be. That we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. Then we'll be better. We'll be better off. And when it comes to sex, like the Bible is inherently sex positive. God is mm. sex positive. God created that. sex. Sex. He uses bro. terms like sex as a gift.
1: And you know how easy the way the penis fits in. That God said was design. a bro. He's by so design. design. He's the by design. greatest architect. greatest
3: architect that there is. It's by, so it's just like just amazing in even the way the clitoris was situated and like there's like so many (laughs) so many (laughs) like we get like real deep spiritual and and theologically Mm -hmm. with like the shame when shame came in after the fall and when Mm -hmm. they covered their body parts and all that at that time I didn't even
1: think about it God wasn't even having us wear clothes he was like, bro, just keep it ready. You don't know when it might pop out. Oh, you God. feel me, playboy? Now you want to go <laughs> yeah. eat the apple? Uh, now, uh, now you feel uh, weird.
0: Why is the God in you? Oh, gotcha. So why does
3: he talk like he's from Players Club? Man, and I feel God like your me. guy has like a toothpick like yeah. Yeah. Right You understand what I'm saying? Well, we're going to be out of this
1: garden. Boy, don't let, my, let that thing flap. And he, he do a mean? lot of this. He do a lot of this. You feel me? a lot of this. Boy, that's your garden. You feel me? And you know what's really interesting about that? In the Bible, in the church, we're so like rigid, rigid, rigid. Yeah, and then we're like, Boy, that book of Song of Solomon, like when you really read it, that's a whole book, honey, about gardening. He ain't talking <laughs> about fruits, honey. He, he loved talking.
3: her, he loved her. He was all about her body. When he talked about, um, describing her body, it's like the, the palm trees, mm-hmm. and like, and like her, like, I think, was it the meeting of her thighs were like the lilies mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. He, yeah, he was he was all about it. He, he was poetic. He was with the all about it. We
0: have inserted a lot of shame um and because I think we want so badly to help people find their way to heaven yep. instead of to hell. And what we end up doing is trying to create like a template, a one size fits all yes. template for everybody. Yes. Instead of allowing people again to go back and analyze for make it them responsible yeah. for their own walk and their own salvation and allowing them to figure out this is what works for me. No. And just because it works for me does not mean it has to then
3: also work for you. Right. And the Bible see the Bible is the structure and it's why you working through working out your soul salvation and is your work with the Holy Spirit and God that where the logistics of it all come in. And so there's a a blueprint if you will as far as the pursuit of holiness and but the logistics for what you are called to mm-hmm. what I call to what convicts you versus right. what convicts me there's a place that you are going where certain activities are, can be attached to you right and there's a place there's certain there's a person that is attached to you that the person that you're called to disciple and to minister to that certain behaviors or activities they're not going to be able to hear you yeah but that's not the same thing that's not the same thing for me. And even though our purposes at, at times overlap with sure. what you're I doing with it. marriage, being a marriage champion, and things like that, there are things that I'm going to say and I'm going to places I'm going to go that you aren't, 100%. you aren't called to. And that's just, and that's, and that's okay. And that's you know, okay. I was
1: talking about that. We were talking that's about that with so pastors. Good. So there's a pastor here, Tori Roberts, mm-hmm. and he pastors one church, mm-hmm. LA, right. And people, um, people always feel away. way. Well, that church is just for these people and that people. Listen. There's a lot of people in the industry in L.A. who move here and never went to church. And that church is perfectly situated for them. And then there's uh, Bishop Blake's church, which Mm -hmm. is for a different person. There's Mm -hmm. our church. And people want, well, that's not the church for me. That doesn't mean it shouldn't be for anybody. People who walk in there, Diddy, Tank brandy mm-hmm. or people who are i mean recordly like, all types of people mm-hmm. that is the version of god that they need to hear at that point in their mm-hmm. life and then that might not be the case forever but we always want to condemn what's not for us yeah as if it's not for anybody Ka-U-S. instead yep. instead of just letting mm-hmm. it be for who it's for like i used mm-hmm. to be i was so conflicted in so many things i used to never feel comfortable listening to rap music with cussing in it okay right? i just could not do it mm-hmm. I would listen to movies with cussing, death, blood, gore, but music, I was like, oh, I'm yeah. holier than mm-hmm. thou. And mm-hmm. then I would watch Game of Thrones, and it's cuss, death, sex, dragon fire, it's all, all awesome. in the first episode. And it didn't even bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Then this friend of mine, Doughboy, he's a used to be an alcoholic, so, alcoholic, so mm-hmm. he stopped drinking completely. Mm-hmm. And he can never be around alcohol, doesn't want to be around it. That's a... That's conviction and preference. Mm-hmm. There's another friend of ours who doesn't drink because in her family, they had a history of alcoholism. Yep. She, For her, it's not a conviction. It's not a it's not a mandate, but it's a preference that she doesn't like. And for me and Melissa, we came from the conviction land. Mm-hmm. And so now we're like, it's a perfect, it's not a conviction or a any, it's a preference of ours, but it's not all the time. Right. You know what I mean? And that's three different Christians yep. at three different points in their yep. life with three different reasons. You yep. know what I mean? I think where we make the mistake with sex and in a lot of things, It's trying to impose our feelings and our relationship with God on everyone else.
3: Because that keeps us safe. If everybody is moving how I'm moving, convicted by what I'm convicted by, have the same preferences that I am, I can continue being me. If I give space for other people to do something different for me, then I'm now forced to look at... Is there something I need to change?
1: Man, that's so true. Yes.
3: And so if everybody, we all doing the same thing, then everybody, then we all good. Yeah. And we all
0: are looking for some sort of validation. I just yeah, gave an example sure. um, just a little while ago that um, I created a logo and I sent it to someone and they didn't like the logo. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I sent, it to, I showed Kev and he was like, "Girl, if you like the logo, it's fine." And I struggled back and forth because I really felt like you know, coming from my people pleasing days, uh, I'm a recovering people pleaser um, of like, Oh, my God, I feel like I should change this. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I struggled with this for probably 30, 45 minutes. And finally, I sent a text and I said, um, or yeah, I sent a text and I said, I guess we're gonna have to agree to disagree with this. And when I tell you, I was so proud of myself, yeah. that I decided, I don't want I did want but I don't need your validation Mm -hmm. for me to like what I like Mm -hmm. yes I don't Mm -hmm. need you to give me that stamp of approval I don't need it the fact is I like this yep and that's okay that's what makes me me and you you. And that's why mm-hmm. I feel and about that's and pie. Okay.
1: Forget you blacks. I like it. And you ain't gonna take my pie from me. And you can't whoop me. We often so you want to I feel. think
0: that validation brings us a <laughs> sense of belonging and, and we so mm-hmm. and comfort and yes. we so badly want to yeah. feel like we have a group that we can belong to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's
3: not necessarily a problem until it becomes a problem exactly that's like like tradition is until not a goes problem into until it people becomes an ism yep you know what i mean yep. like until when it, it, becomes, it becomes, becomes an ism <laughs> right you know what i mean and so when it's when it controls your life like and when we live in a world and now with social media is everything and where views are not enough now i saw a meme the other day was like i hate why my posts have or my videos have 600 views, but only four likes. And so now there's even, we even getting deeper in mat- what mat- counts yep, as, yep. and I've even had my own, I had to check myself one time, like there's like imposter syndrome is like heavy when mm-hmm. you're doing something different. Yep. And so certain posts that I'll write, like even with the, the um Sexual being sexual and being sexually active are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was very anxious when I posted that. Like, and what then, they gonna say, what they gonna say. Right. And yeah, so yeah, there yeah. are certain like like um who people who I consider giants in the field of sexology where I like sit and wait to see if they're gonna like it. And then if they're like if they like it, then I'm like, <sighs> yeah. okay, I can breathe. I can breathe now. And yeah. so then if they like it or that one or two uh, persons like it if the in the um comments if they say something I'm like you don't know what you're talking about no way because these two people <laughs> like and so it's okay to want because I have um if I'm talking about sex ed or sexology like I'm cool but then when we get into the intersections of sexuality and faith I now I feel like I'm carrying a weight of the, God's people. Yes. Yeah, so then yeah, when we yeah. start talking about scripture, I want to make sure that I'm huh, saying I the agree. right thing yeah. because that's that's different 100%. for me than if I misuse vulva or vagina. Mm-hmm. If I say yeah. Paul meant this and Paul meant something completely different, if I get into, I'm not exegeting the text, now I'm eisegeting. Come on, exegeting. And exegeting. is when you put oh, yeah. your own. Mm. Exegeting is breaking down the text and rightly dividing the word. Eisegeting eisegesis is when you put a little bit of your own funk oh in i water. never heard
1: eisegete i heard it come on exegete that text right. Bishop. never heard eisegete yeah so
3: i don't want it i don't want to do that Got because it. we get in a world of um and this is no shade but in the world of, of um life coaches and things like mm-hmm. that we can get like we can take some of these cliches and yeah. really good cute alliterations and then that's not what the text was saying so when in spaces like these i'm like okay let lord make sure i make sure i'm right because yeah, you know and then it's, it's a huge responsibility a, for and, sure. and Cutting screenshots yeah, or posts, yeah, yeah and then yeah, and that yeah, one yeah. that one missed and then like yeah, yeah. snippet because even with like with the erica thing yeah. like let, what i got from the clip that was i saw posted and then what i got when i watched the, the whole, whole th- th- i was like, 30, that what she meant, meant.
1: yeah That's well the internet only gives you the part needed to make their point
3: the, the internet and, and then, we often
1: don't even go listen to the whole next part my much less the whole interview. At
3: all. And we even on in, in Instagram, like the, the the box is this big and we all this pretty stuff and people's folks' angles is yeah, good and it's selfie yeah, yeah, light. Yeah. And then it's like it's like yeah. a veneer. That as the outside is beautiful, but that inside is right to the core. You see that mattress on the floor ain't got a, a box spring yes. first. Yes. And but you and all these Louboutins l- l- are yeah.
1: carrying on. Like,
3: okay, go ahead, do
1: your thing. So what's your feelings on butt stuff? anal sex ain't <laughs> no licking touching i feel like the christians oh they will be like no that butt is the exit and yeah. jesus will only go in the entrance
3: i mean i don't think that's just a christian thing there's a lot of folks who do who don't like anal sex and the thing is that again it's a there's a the preference there's no if we look at the bible is grounded in some folks feel like anal sex is connected to homosexuality mm-hmm. so you shouldn't you shouldn't do it but then again it falls apart because that is the act itself the problem, or is the circumstance the problem, yeah. the people the problem, like how it breaks down? Then, you, some folks, you got to look at the male prostate, is you've reached the male prostate through the anus, in and the that butt. will give you a very intense pleasure orgasm.
1: There's a pleasure in your butt.
3: Mm-hmm. I never had Simulating it. Stimulating your prostate will give men a very that intense orgasm but there are a lot of men who like no thank you that's not my jam but pegging in some culture we was that done, was a that, was, that was a topic
1: on twitter mm-hmm. if you get pegged you know what pegged is yes y'all know what pegged is y'all don't know what pegged is we all know joshie well, just, you should always what? give the definition yeah, 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 yeah. regardless <laughs> josh is like yeah yeah i know you know when you bounce on the thing right <laughs> <laughs> pegging is i don't know with it what whether it's a finger or a toy but it's when the girl puts something in your butt mm-hmm. and men like that people talk about there was I One of my it was friends was just a toy. man. I
0: didn't know the finger was an option.
1: Is it a. Pegging is a toy. It's a toy. Oh, it is? It is yeah. Oh, finger in the butt is not pegging. Anyway, a friend of mine was like completely heterosexual. He was like, Look, Rihanna could peg me. Not many people. <laughs> but if it was Rihanna, I'd be like, Listen, mm-hmm. it's not gay. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, the discussion on the timeline was Are you gay if you let your wife or girlfriend do that? Right. And it had the timeline on Twitter in shambles. Right. Oh, it was. It was all over the place. But it's Um, not
3: making an exit. You're a a homosexual, gay, the are orientations. So how can we call an activity an orientation? Oh,
1: yes. Mm. Because if I kiss Melissa and I'm heterosexual, that's heterosexual. If I kiss a man, that is a... Wait, I'm lost now orientation meaning this is how you're sexually attracted to someone is yes that what you mean? my
0: sexual orientation I think she's saying we are associating an act with an orientation and therefore condemning the act
3: period
1: got it right period, period.
3: and so it's, <laughs> it's it's it fall it falls because then by that definition you shouldn't have oral sex either and you should not as a man you should not want fellatio performed on you because gay men because gay people do that yeah,
1: yeah. Wow.
3: If that's the definition yeah. that, you know, folks right, are right, using, right, so right. it mm-hmm. falls apart. But for women, there are women who, like, anal sex, I'm not doing it because it's painful. I'm not doing it because it's dirty. And there are a lot, I mean, I'm not going to, there are, like, rules and regulations on how you should approach anal sex. You have to I just learned lube, that. lube, and lots of lube, and more lube, and then once you feel like you have enough lube, a little bit more loose <laughs> on top of that because <laughs> anal fissures are a thing, and you know there's a lot of it's like we're not going to ignore that part, but we can't. Again, it's one of those things where you can't. Well, the Bible says mm-hmm. because that's that that's those people's yeah. like, and if it works, if that's their jam, that's jam. I know folks who get very extreme pleasure from anal sex, and then anal sex paired with clitoral stimulation, then it's like. Now we really like, oh, excuse me. I head. didn't know
1: there was an orgasm in the prostate.
0: Do you have any other questions, Kevin Fredericks?
1: No, I'm just thinking about it.
0: Okay. Anything else you wanted I to share? I feel like you
1: couldn't touch my butt though, because I'm a man. I'd be like, because I'm, I'm a real one. Woohoo! That did tickle though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or just say, I don't want it.
1: Yeah, I'm, no, I don't know. I don't want that. The landing strip like between it. is okay. The perineum. If, yeah, the perineum, that gooch. You can tickle that gooch. be like, <laughs> but don't go too far don't go to the back door of the gooch you come back Please to the front all the time around the side or to the front not you to just happened to not meet that. him
0: Melissa pray for me yeah.
1: <laughs> this was great I'm glad you let me it be on this one it was
0: list. okay do you have any other last thoughts comments mm-hmm. anything that we cut you off that My you gosh. were able to say
3: um I just just to say that <laughs> folks are as a believer God created you perfect as you are mm-hmm. um there are going to be times if you are abstaining because you feel like that is what God has called you to do, that is fine. And there are safe ways, which I'm working on one thing, but there are safe ways to be able to learn about this thing called sex and sexuality in a way that keeps you from doing something that goes against your body. That is my my core reason, that you can learn, you can have conversations like what we're having right now, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to run out and then jump into somebody's bed and you may not be in that space where you there are triggers for folks like certain conversations you can't have certain places you can't go and all of that and that's fine but still pursue talk to God as clearly as you do and ask him what is his purpose and will for your life regarding regarding sex and just be comfortable and walk in that it may not make sense to everybody and that that is okay and abstinence is okay there's no shame Mm -hmm. in abstaining there's no you're not oppressed and repressed and none of those things and then folks who are married enjoy your spouse yes every from the rooter to the tutor, the the head the top of their head to the (laughs) crown of their feet enjoy them if there is a conversation that you want to have like right now if you're watching this and you there's something that you want to do with your spouse tell them Mm. and spouse once they tell you Open your mind and hearts to hear what <laughs> they, may, they may have to say. And then, like, so one of the things that we do with, like, the red, yellow, and green, like, mm-hmm. if it's red, oh, explain it. if it's red, if you write down, like we normally write down three things. Like in, in couple spaces, sometimes people don't like sharing their business. So mm-hmm. I'll just have them exchange the cards. You mm-hmm. write down three things that they've always wanted to do. Then the spouse has to rate it red, yellow, or green. If it's red, that's, like, their hard boundary, absolutely not. You can say absolutely not, but then you want to give your spouse the respect of saying, why is this the absolutely not? You don't want to just be like, no, I'm not doing and it. And the person no can't kind. say, I just don't want to. No, you can't say, they I just don't say want don't. to. There has to, to be.
1: justification, Not justification, but their reasoning. An explanation, it. right. Okay.
3: And then if it's yellow, then that's like a, mm, I'm not sure about that. But if it's yellow, why, what would it take to get it to green?
1: So things in yellow you don't do either? Everything has to be in green?
3: No. No, no, no. If it's a yellow, what does it take for it to get to got green? Got it, got it, got it, got so it. So like, let's just say if it was anal sex or whatever, and they're like, mm, what is um, it's yellow? But what would it take to get to green? I don't know. Maybe we got to lead up to it, take some time, or mm-hmm. we need to read up on it a little bit more, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if it's green, say, yes, it's green. I could do that, but then give a date. So don't just be like, oh, it's green, and then just leave it out there, and then we never get back. Oh, never get back that's to it.
1: good. That's putting an action item to that it. Put, right? All of them, she put action items. I to, like right, that. and mm-hmm.
3: so that because I feel like, like I said, we don't normally have that kind of conversation. So I do I use activities like that to to foster or facilitate that kind of conversation. But have that conversation. It's okay. It's not shame. If there's no one else in the world that you could talk to about sex in your sex life, it should be the person that you're having sex yep. with. Yep. Yes, but ultimately, God loves you god
0: is love <laughs> i think that was great that was fantastic. we the other thing um that was really good about the red yellow green um light situation is putting a date on it's a really good idea one of the things that kevin and i do at, at just to kind of piggyback off that is he gets a what do we call it a once a quarterly other, bonus a quarterly bonus and so. that's our date like the date to like explore something that's on mm-hmm. the list mm-hmm. and
1: here's the thing that melissa put in that i thought was very fair so During quarterly bonus time, she said, I prefer if it's we were out of town because when you have your kids there, yeah. even if they're asleep, because yesterday, man, me and Melissa was uh, chilling and my son just bussing, <laughs> asking for a game. Bro, you don't know what I could have been doing. Could have had your mom flipped upside down. Shut turned around.
0: up saying
1: You could like, mama, you on the ceiling fan? How you get up there? You probably should have locked the door. Right? I got you. Yep, yeah, <laughs> you know. So what she said <laughs> is, look, text. I feel more comfortable exploring the green or the yellow areas when we're on vacation, right. if we're in a hotel. I know at least that part is not a a, right. a thing, so usually our Quarterly bonus period is when we're on vacation. Mm -hmm. So as this episode airs, we are on a cruise quarterly bonusing it up. I've been looking forward to this. So maybe I might write not your leave rigged, this boat. Oh, we he was headline. reviewing. Uh, I was oh, reviewing my work over the year. I said, now let us go back to the Right, you know what I'm saying the paperwork. Right, you understand me? What's yellow? <laughs> what can we try and do? And she and she had some of them things that was yellow. hey, man got to move them to green. Hot damn, that boat!
3: And then now he we can maybe move it. And then maybe move it from the quarterly bonus to a part of your regular routine. Right.
1: Now, now you done said something I never even said. <laughs> I was cool with it being quarterly bonus, but if we could do it regular, I'll take it regular, hey, man. <laughs> I mean, Let me get two current. on five. I'm going to get on out of your way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Anything else? Can you tell the people um, where to find you? Yes. I am at The Intimacy Firm on everything. At The Intimacy Firm on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm learning how to work Twitter, but it's at The Intimacy Firm <laughs> on Twitter. And our new website just launched. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> www.theintimacyfirm.com.
0: That's so great. Sweet. Thank you God so much for um being here Touch with us Britney uh and for the tidbits <laughs> that you have shared with us. I hope that we have helped people that we have empowered. I know we have, child. Set some folks free to walk in their truth and their freedom to stop being uh who they think they should be so they mm-hmm. can walk in their authentic selves mm-hmm. and explore and have more sexual freedom and empowerment. All the things, Chow. Lastly, I know you guys have enjoyed Brittany. She will be a guest speaker again at the Love Hour Conference coming in July 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia. The um, uh, link will be in the description box below so that way you can register. Register now. Singles, if you're listening, we heard you. We got you. There is a pajama jam scheduled for you on Thursday. It will be such a good time. I'm so excited about it. Brittany will be one of the panelists speakers that day and i think that's it oh don't forget about plus one that's coming to charlotte on december 8th
2: mm-hmm. and
0: of course the podcast is at supported but free to you so when you support um our sponsors you support the podcast so again thank you to noom. our sponsors noom
1: hello fresh
0: paint your life
1: paint your life
0: Audible. And audible. Uh enjoy my book club. I and think you I-
1: help us when you do that, it helps us be able to bring guests yes. to the podcast because we use the ad supporter dollars and buy plane tickets and hotels and <laughs> cars.
0: Yes. So again, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. 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 Where are you where are you from, Brittany?
2: Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, Philly, cool.